The Blokebusters Podcast is a proud member of the Pod Bros Network, where you can find us as well as other excellent podcasts such as Sarcasm City, Worst Millennials, and Late Night Gamers at podbros.com. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the Blokebusters Podcast. Tonight's story is somewhat unique and calls for a different kind of introduction. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! Wait a minute, wait a minute, you ain't heard nothing yet. And uh, this is? Lilu Dallas Multipass. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Houston, we have a problem. Have you tried turning it off and on again? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here, this is the war room. Now, where was I? Welcome to episode 99 of the Blokebusters podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Paul. And today we will be talking about the Netflix original Bright. Yes. Starring Will Smith, among others. Uh, before we get into all of that, which I think we're both eager to do, um, yep. first, uh, Paul, would you mind telling people where they can find us on the interweb? Sure, and I will preface this very quickly. I am just coming off the end of something, don't know what, so if <laughs> so you don't notice... don't expect a, a record time on this one, yeah, <laughs> or a coherent time on this one, yeah, no. <laughs> more accurately. So yes, if you hear a bit of a weird thing in my voice, that's what it is. I apologize, but we wanted to get something recorded, so... We are on Facebook.com slash Blokebusters, we're on Twitter at Blokebusters, we're on Instagram at Blokebusters. You can email us, blokebusterpodcast.gmail.com, and we have a website, blokebusters.webs.com, or you can go to podbro.com, look for Blokebusters, and uh, kind of nice looking site there, they've got plenty of other great shows, just go check them out. All right. Well done. So, Bright, 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 Bright. Uh, <laughs> Bright was directed by David Aya, I'm fairly certain that's how you say mm-hmm. that man's name, yep. has a budget of $90 million and a box office of, I don't know, I mean it's on Netflix, so it's whatever Netflix mm-hmm. decides <laughs> to put yeah. back into it, really. I believe it's Air, but Air? just in it, yeah. Okay, well, okay. Uh, I'd, I'd rather okay. be, <laughs> rather mm-hmm. get it right on the top there. Oops, sorry. And, uh, so, this film, we looked it up beforehand, and I thought it was really interesting, <laughs> Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score is 27% of critics and 17% from the top critics, but an audience score of 86%. So this film appears to be quite polarizing, depending on who's watching it. Uh, yeah. And I want to say before we get too f- much further along, if you're new with us, we do we are a spoiler cast. Uh, yep. Um, so any... Any uh, thing like that? If you haven't seen the film, please, if you so desire, uh, mm-hmm. uh, maybe you want to keep listening to see if that would be a good idea or not. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we will be talking about all parts of the movie. Yeah, um, and we do jump back and, and forth. And, yeah. So, uh, so if that kind of thing bothers you uh, and you want to see the film first, then do that. Yeah. Um, but that being said, yeah. Um, uh, so obviously the uh, the main cast. I've only written down four here. We will mention any others that might become relevant as we go on. Obviously, Big Willie as Del Ward, and uh, probably the biggest draw for people watching this film in the first place. Couldn't get him into Independence Day 2, but we got him in this. Yes. Cool. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. Uh, Joel Edgerton as Nick Jacoby, who is the orc, the... The first orc on the police force. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the first orc on any police force, but at least this police force. Uh, Numi Rapace as Layla, 
who is the bad elf, as uh, <laughs> I believe Brian has in yes. his notes. Yes, uh, <clears throat> bad elf. And Lucy Fry as Tika, who is the good elf, who has the one that kicks this whole thing off, really. Yeah. So there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, um, as uh, we are, as we tend to do, uh, Paul and I generally don't get into too much discussion on these things beforehand. So, nope. I don't know what Paul thought of this. Paul doesn't know what I thought of this, other than maybe our previous experiences guiding us into yes. uh, educated guesses here. <laughs> um, but Paul, what did you think of Bright? What did I think of Bright? Well, I'm someone that can generally leave a critical view of it for afterwards when I'm actually going back over it and Mm -hmm. I can think of all that stuff. So my initial just watching it, just to watch it, I actually didn't mind it. I quite enjoyed seeing it. I was actually watching it with both my wife and my mother who both had no idea what was going on. My mum <laughs> fell asleep several times during this film yeah. and then woke up and was then confused because she wasn't sure what was happening. And it was like, well, no shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, it. Uh, I, I enjoyed it because I viewed it myself as sort of the beginning of world building and they clearly are leading to something that They've announced a sequel. I'll say that now. So that uh, I think they're going to be. They getting announced into... a sequel before. I think this one even came out. I, I don't or know. Or like the day Netflix. after yeah, or, or something. something like yeah. That. yeah. So yeah, I I think that what this film is going to serve as is just the world building, and then they're going to try and actually <sighs> give a proper <laughs> plot mm-hmm. later. But I didn't mind it, and uh, I kind of enjoyed the more gritty nature of it as opposed to say Lord of the Rings which I would say is more kind of a oh look it's so cute and then you've got the bad the big black bad guy and I, I like that it was all like gritty Can I ask for a clarification on big bad black yeah. guy no. okay <laughs> yes fair enough I just don't want you to get too nope. much hate yes no nope. fair enough I purely mean the clothing. Okay, like, thank you. <laughs> all the Nazgûls, they're in the big black robes. Okay, like. I just, just wanted to save you some uh, yeah, no, interweb hate. There, yeah, so, fair okay. enough. I yeah, did not think how that might come across when I said it. So. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Apologies uh, for any race quits right there. Okay, glad um, we nipped that in the bud. But, but yeah, I, now, critically, I'll say that yeah, I can fully understand a lot of the hate mm. towards this film. And... Uh, that being said, Brian, what did you think of this film? Well, um, <laughs> people are familiar with me. I, you know I'm a big old stick in the mud. I fucking hated this movie. <laughs> I saw that might be the case. <laughs> I, uh, I turned this down once as, as a suggestion from Paul and then just <laughs> relented. And just let it happen. <laughs> and that turned out to be a big mistake. Um, I should have put up more of a fight. But, yeah. well, I, <laughs> um, but hey, I got one Will Smith film out of here. But, but that being said, it is, I think, going to make for some fun discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you spoke of world building. And I think this is some of the shoddiest, <laughs> shittiest, haphazard, laziest world building I've ever oh. seen in a film. Um, it, it, they launched a sequel, but it, this movie felt like it was a third or fourth installment. Okay. And 
that like early like some early on they talk about being, being blooded. No one knows what the fuck you're talking about, and <laughs> you've not explained that. You've mm-hmm. not explained. I mean, we're jumping way ahead, but hour and a half into the movie, we finally get some exposition into what happened yep. uh, with the this orc farmer and the nine armies defeating this dark lord. But that isn't. 90 minutes into the movie <laughs> before we ever get any ex- explanation into sort of what happened yeah. in this world. And, uh, I mean, we're just jumping around with elves, and then we get the magic task force. Ugh. Grown <laughs> with that name. Fair um, enough. Fair enough. <laughs> that's the best you could come up with. Magic task force. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was just all over the place with just Jumping around, I, I, I mean, I wrote down at the end, this film was trying to be, wear too many hats, and when you wear too many hats, you just end up looking like a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, I don't know, it annoyed me from probably about 15 minutes in. I think I had it where, I don't know, uh, where I gave up on it. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to figure out where I gave up on it, but it, it was early on. Okay. Um. I think it might have been the uh, this the slow motion um, like shoot 'em up. Okay. Um, I think it was before that. <laughs> but, that was a little bit further in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it was before that um, where I really threw in the towel. Okay. Yeah. Um, it might have been Magic Task Force <laughs> where I'm like, I'm not going to be on board with this. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Where do you want to go from here? Okay. <laughs> Since we're at. Maybe our biggest discrepancy since Guardians 2. Possibly, yeah, yeah. possibly. Um, I don't know. I I do find it interesting. I can, like I said, I can see why people wouldn't like this. I mean, it's, it is, as you said, I, I do think it'll work well as kind of world building. Now, I will also accept your point that the world building isn't great. Like it, it, it's not great as that, bad. Yes. <laughs> it's uh, straight up bad. There, there are definitely better ways they could have done it. But I am the sort of person that I'm fine with unanswered questions as long as I'm invested in the character. Mm-hmm. But so, let's not confuse intrigue for bad screenwriting. No, yes, it, and that's the thing. <laughs> so I'm probably willing to forgive some of that just because... I don't mind not knowing. Mm-hmm. Whereas when it comes to world building, you typically want to put it up front. But I am at this point kind of fed up with the only form of world building that these sorts of films seem to know, which is hey, you've got 10 minutes before the film starts. Why don't we do a voiceover and some flashbacks and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. I didn't want any of that. So I was yeah. really happy we didn't get that. <laughs> And we the, just yeah, got there the are dialogue. clever ways to do exposition. Um, but, I mean, Black Mirror does it really well. <laughs> yep. Just uh, coming off some... Uh, um, with exposition... I mean, the, I mean, we'll get into it much more yeah, much more. that episode. But, like, the Black Museum episode does a great job of essentially giving you exposition the whole time. Yep. But <laughs> does it in such a storytelling way. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a good way to do it without it being forced. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's not... Yeah. So we just got... Confusion, I think, for the most part. I don't think you need to be asleep to be confused for this film. Uh, I was confused uh, for most of this because they don't really let you know what the hell is happening. No, Uh, not really. Uh, My my mum, despite the fact that I said she fell asleep through it, is totally convinced that she did not fall asleep once during this film. 
However, about 10 minutes after the interrogation scene with the Magic Tile Force agents, mm-hmm. um, they then start talking about exactly what they were talking to him about. But other characters are saying it. Mm-hmm. And she's saying, well, what? Like, what happened? Wait, when did they say this? Like, what? who's the Dark Lord? Like, what's that? And it's like, they just talked about it in the scene. Like, the guy with the agents, they're like, no, I was awake during that scene. No, we didn't see it. They didn't mention it at all. It's like, no, they did. And I feel that maybe some people kind of like you were checked out mm-hmm. so much that uh, the odd line of dialogue might slip by and then that's oh. the thing that you need to focus on. So, yeah, I'll admit that uh, they might have put the expositional dialogue in the wrong place. Like in a scene, maybe they put it in another scene rather than... Uh, a more leisurely no action type scene so people's attention aren't quite there especially if you've started to lose people's attention by Mm -hmm. that point so yeah I I think if it it were me I would maybe have wanted a couple more test screenings if there even were any Mm -hmm. and like get that and so oh maybe we'll just reshoot this and we'll have someone talking about it while ducking gunfire. <laughs> like, you know, so, oh my god, else. the gunfire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's pretty holy shit. Uh, I felt like I mean, we'll get into we'll kinda of get into the plot of this in just a second, I think. Yeah. Just to help you along if you're not familiar with it. But um, I felt like there was a meeting where, okay, we shoot guns a lot and we swear a lot, movie equals movie awesome. <laughs> like, and you were, like, up top, you were saying, like, you like the grittier, harder tone of this. Yeah. Um, I That's not what I was expecting with this. That's not to say uh, I mind those things. Yeah. Um, I, but my point is, when I go into a Tarantino film, I know what I'm getting. Right. Um, <laughs> but I thought, in this film, the swearing was excessive. Yeah. And... That is for someone that loves a good swear. <laughs> I dropped an F-bomb two minutes into this episode. <laughs> Maybe not even that. But I just thought it was... I think that was indicative of lazy screenwriting. When you have that much F-words. And yeah. so it's like, if that's your primary adjective, you're not trying. Yeah. And it, it, they seemed to... Tr- they were trying to be edgy and not actually being edgy. It was the appearance of edginess yeah and then just the constant gunfire through it like every okay just machine gun fire for 30 seconds straight yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, I don't know didn't no sir I didn't like it (laughs) no it it was an interesting thing I mean obviously not growing up in or around anywhere where there was any sort of gang activity Mm -hmm. or things like that I am not one to speak to how easily accessible submachine guns and mounted machine Um, guns are, but it seems to me that if the gangs don't have an understanding with the police force, something has gone wrong in this town, because when they end up being chased by the gang after the Mm -hmm. wand, that they are chased by people that are quite heavily armed, with a vehicle with a mounted machine gun on it. Yeah. It's, so, like, how... It's, like, all... They're all, like, Mad Max prepped. And, yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, okay, is this... Is this a regular thing? Do they go to the shops 
and just mow mm-hmm. down the odd uh, bystander or something. Like, I, I don't know. That was one thing that I was like, okay, I know you're supposed to suspend disbelief in this magical races looking after <laughs> one thing but that's too far <laughs> yeah, that was too far okay uh, uh yeah yeah so, but yeah I, and uh swearing yeah i understand kind of i don't want a devil's advocate here but you know both points where no, you, you've got you got all these people that are swearing a lot and then you will have the other side of well there are plenty of people that are just like that and i don't I don't know if they're trying to do a thing where they're saying, you know, our people that are just leaning on swear words as a crutch are less intelligent. Oh, look, the entire police force is oh. doing that. Like, no, no, yeah. Or like but maybe that, or it could just be that they actually went and talked to police officers, and that is just how they talk. Like, that's how they do it. That's how they blow off the steam of no, the job I'm, or something. I will say that, yes, um, real life, you know, there's... I've read space where like swearing is a sign of higher intelligence and things like that, but but this was written. Yes. <laughs> Someone typed this, <laughs> and uh, when you look at it from that standpoint, uh, like if I'm noticing it, then it's a pr- then to me it's a problem. It's yeah. like special effects, you know. Like I shouldn't be noticing yeah. those shots, yeah. you know, those moments. It, it, it if it's feel... sticking out to me, then that to me signals something's wrong. Yeah, it doesn't feel perfectly natural. Yeah, like I said, it's felt forced a lot of the times. Like, we're going to be really gritty. We're going to be, like, the wire of, like, <laughs> swearing here. Um, but let's get into a little bit of what this movie yeah, was supposedly so, yeah, about. I, I feel like we um, should at this point. So we get an opening title card of uh, only a bright can control the power of the wand. <laughs> um, the great prophecy, something, something, John 25, 14, yeah. whatever it was. Um, yeah. So, yeah. something along those lines. Like, okay, cool. Um, and then we're immediately thrown into this world of uh, mm. ima- or fantasy creatures coexisting with humans. Yes. And, and they've, been, um, mm-hmm. they've been around for thousands of years. You've got Orcs, you got fairies, you got mm-hmm. elves, you yeah. got centaurs. Before we get too far into the plot here, that opening fairy scene, that was disturbing. <laughs> that fairy, that straight up fairy murder. Yeah. Like, this is a uh, sentient being mm-hmm. <laughs> who Will yeah. Smith straight up murders. He does, I'm yes. not even going to comment on the fairy lives don't matter <laughs> uh, line. I'll just... Say it. Yes. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> but Will Smith said it, so good. Okay. Yeah. Go. yeah. Um, he but, felt all right saying it. Yes. <laughs> so good on them, uh, I suppose. But <laughs> that was bizarre. It was me. a little odd. I, I do wonder if. And I, again, like they already had a two hour film. I assume they didn't want to shove more like, exposition into where the. Uh, where the different fantasy creatures lie, like mm-hmm. are the fairies basically the the pigeons of the fantasy world? Like, are mm-hmm. they just uh, really the slightly more intelligent, but even more annoying because of it? Little pests that are mm-hmm. everywhere, because that's kind of the vibe I got from it. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, it, it was a bit of a weird thing. I mean, they put it in the trailer. And I felt I did not watch the trailer. <laughs> I, I felt it was more of a trailer moment than it worked in the film, based on everything we got after that, mm-hmm. because it very much was just like, a, oh, like yeah, killing a pest, and then like he has to go into work and do all this weird stuff. Whereas in this, 
they focused way more on it and it was it lingered too long i i think they should have put it in the trailer and then kind of left it and not done it in the actual film mm. just because hey i'm a component of film stuff just for the trailer <laughs> don't yeah. show me the whole film but yes the the one thing i thought was interesting that both my wife and my mum didn't pick up on is during the opening credits you have the graffiti on the buildings mm-hmm. as it's going by and giving you all the name and if you're paying enough attention to the graffiti you kind of do get a little bit of the backstory of obviously the the Dark Lord which every time they said that I just couldn't think of anything other than Voldemort so that was, mm-hmm. was going to be there like, I, obviously Harry Potter does not own the phrase the Dark Lord but it may as but well but it did exist already so maybe come up with a different maybe name. the Dark Prince I don't know something uh, the Dark King mm-hmm. but anyway uh, besides that uh, there's a lot of graffiti of like, the Dark Lord and the Dark Lord coming back, or you know, it's been thousands, like thousands of years since we beat it and we're still slaves. Like little things like that. It was like, oh, okay, so this something happened. Maybe we'll find out about it. Maybe we won't. But like something happened back then. Okay, interesting. And then throughout the film, you get the odd bit and bit here and there on it, but. Yeah, so I, I was watching that. I was like, oh, okay. And then five minutes into the film, again, I don't know if it was my wife or my mum, but they just told me, like, who's, who's this Dark Lord? What? I was like, it was in the credits. What? <laughs> the graffiti? What graffiti? Mm-hmm. Okay, you were checked out from five seconds but in. But that is also <laughs> a clue as to if people were losing that. Yeah, <laughs> that's not being well. Like, not saying I, I'm not a fan of things being beat over your head either. Oh yeah, but <laughs> if, if you're setting up a world, you need to make sure people are on board. With oh, it. definitely. I, and I think one problem with this film might be that the premise of it is kind of niche, a little bit like it, a mix of fantasy races in a police drama kind of with Mm. action and I'm obviously a fan of I would say about two out of those three generally Mm -hmm. when it comes to what it does so I was kind of on board with the idea and then as the film goes on obviously you make your own choices one side or the other but yeah I feel like there are a lot of people that will completely dismiss this film out of hand just because they'll hear it and they're the sort of person that goes yeah Hobbits. What the hell's a hobbit? I don't care. Mm. <laughs> like I said, they're not going to give this a chance. And then, yeah, maybe someone else will, they like will want to watch it. I'll go, okay, I'll watch it. Oh, this is stupid. Oh, I just get throughout the whole thing. And I, I wonder if, I wonder if maybe there was another way that they could have sold this to kind of. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Th- yeah. I, I'm not a marketing expert, so unfortunately, I can't answer that question. I, I was. Right yeah. I spent a lot of time thinking watching this. It was there a, a good movie here, and I don't think there was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I just thought once again thought they were mixing, putting too many ingredients into the pot, yep. and <laughs> it was just going to be a mishmash disaster <laughs> for me either way, and for right. apparently most of. Credits at least. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not to call myself one because I'm not. Um, only in the very amateur church. Yeah, sense. exactly. But um, I don't even know where I want to go from there. Uh, well, okay. So getting <laughs> oh, back into it. Yeah, I, I derailed plot. this with the plot. So, uh, really quickly summed up there's this wand 
Um, side, another quick side note, if you want to play a fun drink game, every time they say Juan, punch yourself in the face. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> and you but, won't have to watch the, most of the movie. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, but, but so anyway, there's a Wanda that exists. Uh, good guys found it. Bad guys are after it. Yes, the, the bad guy... End of plot. The bad guy sort of initially had it. Initially had it. And then yeah. it got stolen by someone that was with them, but wanted to escape... Mm-hmm. And if the bad guy gets that wand and two others, which, mm-hmm. and again, this is the point where they really didn't even actually give enough information for you to get a full thing on, she may or may not already have the other two, then the Dark Lord can come back because, you know, enough magic, right spell, resurrection. That's basically the, the idea there. And I was thinking as I was watching this, I don't, I didn't think, by about an hour in, I was like, I don't think we're going to see the Dark Lord in this one. Because given everything that was going on, I was like, I really, I didn't want them to. But I was really hoping that they wouldn't lead to a Dark Lord fight at the end. Because quite frankly, based on everything they've talked about with the Dark Lord, there is no way they would win. <laughs> there would just be, what, three of them. And then the Dark Lord would yeah. be back and they would all die. And that would be the end of the film. It would just, there would be... No, up, I know you would say there isn't, but there would be no upside to the other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, mm-hmm. but yes, uh, I I figured fairly early on that this wasn't going to be a Dark Lord big closer. Maybe that'll be something that will happen in the next one, and well, actually you might be going <laughs> solo on that one. <laughs> that, that's right. I I think you can probably guess at this point, listeners, that we won't be doing Bright Two. <laughs> We won't be. If Paul <laughs> decides to release a single episode, that yeah, I might do a mini one on yeah, it. Yeah, mini episode. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yes, yeah, uh, they so, did not intrigue me enough to continue down this path. Yeah. So, so one basically imagine the highest concentration of magic you can possibly get into something roughly the size of the plutonium rod from the Simpsons when it won Infinity Stone oh you got a frog in your throat there? yeah mm-hmm. I wonder uh, where they got this magical object idea I mean not yeah. that Infinity Stone was the beginning of that but, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. So, what, one of these things that anyone that touches the ring, it whatever yeah, anyone yeah. that touches it with their bare hand that isn't mm-hmm. one of I don't know if it's a lineage or if it's one of the things of like in a generation, there's like three or something mm-hmm. like, you know, magic. So it could be really be anything. But if you're not one of these brights, then touching it will kill you instantly and apparently release a shockwave of some kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which may or may not kill you in a close-knit room, depending on your importance to the plot. Yes. <laughs> and like, I'll accept that. <laughs> because that happens in every action film ever. So, <laughs> it's the same with uh, the Stormtrooper effect of pretty much every... For instance, but, they go no, because this is magic, Paul. No, yes. they're saying everyone gets wiped out, which we later see, but when the first like gang member touches it, Will Smith is standing like 10 feet away. Yes. And it's fine. He, he is a bright, though. It's basically given... And also, Jacoby's in the room as well. He is, yes. And is not a bright, as far as we know. No, yeah. Yeah, he, he's never touched it. Um, mm-hmm. Well... So, yeah. Yeah, I have, I no, I have nothing Yes, you have one. no defense yeah. on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's just... Yeah, bad. Yeah, I mean, it, 
again, it's uh, if you you could drop a grenade in the middle of the Expendables cart, and they would all walk away with maybe a stubbed toe. Well, we're not here to talk about the Expendables. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, it's basically uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but I mean, if you, you set up rules. You need to then follow. You, then you need you to really follow. Do. Uh, and I, I, I will accept that this film definitely went for spectacle over logic mm-hmm. most of the time. Because, yeah. it, I mean, fair enough, it's an action film. You want to see action. You want to see bad things happen to bad people. You want the good guys mm-hmm. to get away. And unfortunately, when you have all of that together, there's going to be some discrepancies when it comes to, mm-hmm. you know things that should happen that just once again i I should say like creative screenwriting helps you around those there it gets out of this uh painted into corners yeah i mean i would yeah if it were me Mm -hmm. i would say that uh you've got jacoby maybe he was given a ring when he was younger uh, by his mother was on just a little a keepsake and it turns out that it has some sort of a barrier spell in it that mm-hmm. protects him from that sort of stuff like yeah just a little a sideline but if something we're like. going to the extent of creating that narrative in our head then red flag yeah no i again yeah. i i agree that you there need are to several make excuses yeah there are several points where it's just action film logic is the only thing that explains the mm-hmm. way this stuff is like well yeah of course those two are fine or at least <laughs> relatively fine because uh-huh. without it there's no film yeah yeah, Agreed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Concede slightly. Yeah. But still, uh, that bugged me. I mean, this wand thing. Yeah, I just was never on board with this wand. Yep. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> like it wasn't an interesting premise for me. No. It was the One Ring. It was an Infinity. It was just this magical, you know, yeah. uh, object that mm-hmm. you know I just. Blah. I just yeah. <laughs> well, okay, great. You can't touch it. Ooh, what a twist! And you don't. I mean, I wrote down like probably forty minutes into the movie. What is a bright? <laughs> because they still had not really laid that out. No, nope, they had not. Um, you, you know what I think would have been a better, a better way of doing it would have been to have Tika be the wand, mm-hmm. like she herself is mm-hmm. the wand. Tika, a uh, good elf lady. Yes, for, a good elf uh, lady yeah, that for the took Stephen the wand because. Yeah. You've got ways of making sure that nobody touches her. Like, she'll shy away from people because she's caused several people to spontaneous, mm-hmm. spontaneously combust. Uh, and then you would have Will Smith would be able to, like, touch her and, like, protect her and all of this sort of stuff. And then it would only be towards the end that you realize that, oh, she's the one. Like, yeah, she, she could have something in her possession that she waves and everyone thinks that's the one but no it's her uh, and I think that would be good because then you've got this bad elf that's amassing these wands and you know that in using the power of the wand they'll die like it'll be something like that hi Netflix get a hold of me <laughs> I think I might have saved it yeah. Um, but yeah I obviously we did not rent this film he had no input there but, no, no but I, I feel like that might have helped there um well, okay, I want to know, obviously, mm-hmm. you're not a fan of the film? No. <laughs> Did you like any of the performances? 
Short answer, no. Okay. <laughs> um, All right. Fair enough. Uh, but that ties into a little. I mean, if we if you gotta pick, I, I mean, I wouldn't even say a performance I liked. The performance that least annoyed me, <laughs> okay, or yeah. that I didn't mind the most would probably be Will Smith's. Okay. Um, and this allows me to go down this path for a little bit. Um, uh, I'm somewhat over Will Smith being an action star. Okay. At this point, right? <laughs> um, with After Earth. And Still haven't seen the others, um, not appearing in Independence Day uh, Resurgence. Yep. Did I get that subtitle correct? I believe I so. Yep. I even though, yeah. <laughs> go back to our uh, catalog and see if yeah I got that right. Um, I'm just I don't know I want to I'm because he just does the same thing. It, it, it's the yeah. the snarky sarcastic, which worked. It was wonderful and like Bad Boys too. And Independence Day, and you know those other huge films that really established him as an action star. Yeah. But I feel like the charisma is waning for me a little <laughs> bit, um, and especially so in this movie. It wasn't enough to carry it. I felt like he may may have did the best with what he was given in the script, or yeah. you know, performance wise. But there wasn't a lot there for this character, um, for any of them really. Yeah. But. Just the, the the banter never really played for me. It all felt really forced. Uh, the, the the bad boys banter essentially. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and I want to get I'll get into it a little bit. But this movie is derivative of a lot of other movies. Um, <laughs> I want to bookmark that for now. Okay. But uh, yeah, well, he was okay. There were a couple moments where I'm like, eh, slight smile there. I kind of enjoyed that line a little bit. But it, it never really, really worked for me as far as that relationship between him and Jacoby. Um, I just, it just was not working. Um, I don't know. So okay. that was my favorite performance. Yeah. Okay, it was Will Smith. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I, <clears throat> I do understand like, the whole Will Smith not being an action villain anymore. It does feel like at this point he should have been the captain at the station rather than Mm -hmm. the main guy. Mm -hmm. I enjoy Will Smith myself in films, and I think what's best is if he's given the option to take something and kind of run with it and then maybe maybe do a little bit off the side. Like, I I really liked him in, uh, what is it, I Am Legend. I don't think that film is great, but I liked him in it. I thought he did really well with that the, the decent, slow stuff. That was pretty right. decent casting. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I think stuff, more stuff like that where it's mm-hmm. just like more slow, like he's he's by himself uh, having to survive in this world and he's kind of working towards a resolution rather than all-out action. I don't mm-hmm. think he... I've never seen him as an all-out action thing. The closest, I think, is Men in Black where he does comedy action. Like mm-hmm. I think he's more built for that. Than flat out real action. I and again, I I actually enjoyed seeing him in this, uh, but I think Joel Edgerton did better. Um, again, it is entirely based on what they were given. I don't know if they had much give with the mm-hmm. script. I don't know how the director was. I don't know if they were willing to go with it. But I felt that purely from a character standpoint, I think that he had the best character in it and that he, he was probably the deepest character <laughs> in the film 
it was definitely written like we're supposed to really love this guy. Yeah. Um, and I felt that being <laughs> forced on me. Oh and yeah. Resisted. <laughs> yeah. No, I I liked Daryl Ward way more than I liked Nick Jacoby. Just based on personality, right? But I do think mm-hmm. that Nick Jacoby was mm-hmm. a better character overall. It, Jacoby was like Drax Light. He was kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you like Drax? You may like Jacoby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, it, and obviously it was played out. He's very much the newbie, even though he'd been on the force for a while. There were several moments where he's supposed to be this incredibly green. Like <laughs> just mm-hmm. oh, especially the ending. Mm-hmm. The ending, I thought, was a good place to put that he hasn't really changed, but he's sort of learning, uh, which is hopefully Will Smith's character. At the end of the film, they're having to talk to the magic people, and uh, Will Smith is just saying, like, there was no wand. <laughs> Nothing no. happened. That's a, We're yeah. all good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, all of this stuff, and, you know, uh, Joel Edgerton's character initially starts off with like you know Will Smith said I'll talk you don't say anything okay oh my god there was this one and all this it's like okay that was a bit too much <laughs> I, I refer to this in my notes as the hospital bedside comedy routine yeah mm-hmm. yeah a, li- a little much uh, I I thought that what might have been best was if he would start to interject and Will Smith maybe just keep looking at him just like shut up like while he's giving it and then he's slowly dawns on him oh right this is us getting out of it but um yeah again just a maybe i don't know maybe they'll release a dvd and there will be alternate takes of some scenes i will never see them i know (laughs) i i am not gonna buy it myself either i am fine with uh, having seen this for free in quotation marks obviously Mm -hmm. netflix subscription Uh um but yeah i I think that yeah, I'll I'll say it now. Probably the biggest problem with this film, as we've kind of touched on here and there, it was written one way, and they didn't seem to have anyone come to them and say, "Why don't we just try something else?" Like me, like you've obviously got an idea in your head, as you said. Other films like Bad Boys Two, like here, let's have the Bad Boys Two scene here. Let's mm. have this scene over here. Let's have the all-out action scene right here. Like we got all of the sucker people love that. It's like, why not take the characters and try try something new? Like the premise itself is actually kind of unique. I'm sure it's done before in books and maybe some other films, but I've not really seen this type of scenario before. Mm-hmm. So there was great potential, uh. and uh, that then they really did lean quite heavily on tropes and mm. previous films. It's like, yeah. could, so, could you not have... You, you're Netflix. You, you're allowed a bit of autonomy. Like, just take a risk yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you know? I felt like this was a just a puzzle putting together other, like you said, like the bad boy scene here. It was... Like I started this out by saying this movie is fucking weird, <laughs> <laughs> and but I said it's, it's, it's derivative of Men in Black, uh, it's yeah. a Bad Boys uh, franchise, R.I.P.D. Shades of R.I.P. Which I've never seen, but I feel like it's a lot of R.I.P.D. Uh, <laughs> and kind of with the and uh, Underworld, like definite definite shades of Underworld, yeah. uh, yeah. a lot of aesthetic uh. of Underworld, and uh, also. Um, Fifth Element, which uh, would 
very much like to be left out in this narrative, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, was Tika, Tika not Lelu? Kind of. Sorry, yeah, I mispronounced. Yeah, Lelu. Uh, like with her cowering in a corner for like. 90 minutes and yeah and we did have Layla as a character which really I'm like for really a second is. I was like that confused my mind I'm like wait <laughs> is she Layla because she's acting like Layla but uh yeah a couple others in there but yeah it just seemed copy and paste of yeah. these fantasy action films yeah it, it is one of those things where I I can understand both sides and I hate kind of being this logical every now and again because I'm perfectly willing to go, okay, well, they've done this because they clearly want to appeal to as many people as possible, but they then end up with something that is, like, just standing up on previous examples and mm. going on that, which is, yeah, it worked for some film, doesn't work for others, and in this case, because it was so unique a premise... It didn't work because you you were going, oh, this is going to be... No, okay, I'm just re-watching about five films I've seen before. And, yeah, I don't know... I don't know if it was Netflix trying to be safe or if the people that wrote it and directed it genuinely didn't realise. And I kind of refuse to believe that. I don't think that they didn't know what was going on, especially mm -hmm. since Will Smith was in several films that this clearly draws from. So it's like, surely he's in the middle of a scene going, deja vu right now, I guess. Exactly, yeah. It's, and none of them were of that quality, at least. Yeah. Or this was not of that quality of those, I should say. Yeah. Um, I don't even know where to... Uh, but I guess, so really there was what the... To try to get back into the plot a little bit for people that haven't seen it, but so you have the gangsters after this thing. You have the yep. the elf hierarchy after this thing. Yes, the Inferni. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, Inferni. Yeah, uh, and then the uh, our main guys trying to protect it. Or yes. What is their mission with that? What were they trying to get it to? Uh, uh, well, I believe they were yeah. first and foremost just trying to get it away from the the. Big bad and that's But I mean, quotation. what was their Mordor? What was... <laughs> um, I think... <laughs> or, you know, equivalent thereof. It seemed to me that Will Smith's character just wanted to get it away from the gangs that were trying to use mm -hmm. it for their own purposes, away from the bad guy that clearly wanted it for nefarious purposes, and just to somewhere where it could be protected. Like, I mean, he wanted to get it away. That's all he wanted. Away. He didn't want it near In quotes, away. <laughs> Give um, it away. And then they ended up... And this was the one thing that I didn't fully get. Mm. Um, they the ended one up, thing. Wow, good for you. You're lucky. I'm jealous. <laughs> I was able to kind of get, roll with everything that mm -hmm. they were going with. But uh, the one thing that I thought was odd is how they implemented this kind of area of effect where the wand aligns itself to whoever it's with, I guess. I don't know if it's whoever touched it at last and doesn't die, mm -hmm. or whoever is just with it the longest. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, you can't take the wand a certain distance away from the person it's aligned to, because it will just stop you. Mm 
As it does. It's a Bluetooth speaker. Okay, yes. got it. You, can't, <laughs> you cannot walk <laughs> 40 feet away yeah. without losing right. the connection. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. So they, they have that, which is just to, you know, obviously keep them close to the action, narrative-wide, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But if that's the case, surely the person who owns the wand must kind of sense where it is or something. Like, mm-hmm. if the wand doesn't want to be far away from the person I would naturally assume, and again it's magic there are no real rules blah 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 and all of that sort of stuff because magic doesn't exist <sighs> <laughs> sorry to spoil your perception on that if any of you believe in magic but um, it if there's a connection like that from the one to the person then surely the person would feel the connection to the one as well they, would, they wouldn't just go around to clubs and go is it here uh, like, did you see the wand? Like, oh no, kill exactly. he didn't Yeah, kill thank like, you. Did you see the wand? Like, mm-hmm. it, um, what? No, like, yeah. I and just like with a picture of the wand. Has yeah. anyone seen this wand? Yeah. and flyers on poles. Yeah, just a rip off reward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it it was um, and and again, like yeah, I I don't mind these sorts of films. I I enjoyed watching it, and this is me going back with a critical view of it like yeah i definitely have a very different viewpoint of this personally to reviewing because yeah there are so many problems with this film oh yeah and, and, no yeah, argument here yep yeah, uh, but i feel that they they wrote themselves into a corner with the one thing because they you know will smith's character and joel edson gather they could have gone away. They could have got somewhere where Layla wouldn't have been able to follow. Mm-hmm. So they were like, "Shit, um, right, magical barrier." There, we saved it, and then they didn't bother to think of any of the consequences past that. So like, they then didn't yeah. think of any more. It was just another excuse to use their super cheesy slow mo. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I will say I enjoyed the slow motion shootout. The other slow mo. Yes, I think possibly because of the effects didn't feel as good. Uh, the crumbling of the car in the inside mm-hmm. that felt like well, a very cheesy crumble. Of the once you've the... seen Deadpool, that bit's done. Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> no one's doing it better than Deadpool, so yeah. just don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's my take. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I agree. There are definitely better examples of it. So maybe, and again, this is me thinking back. Like, how would I do it? I would just do it that. They're driving away. You see a blue light, and then all of a sudden, the car just stops. Like <laughs> you're outside the car, you just it's, see it uh, stop. What's the 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 jack the the jack system or whatever it's called? Uh, yeah. The first stolen cars. I, I, yeah, yeah. yeah shut like, down. It, it'll just stop. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the engine just crumples. Sorry, so I like, don't know the name, people. Yeah, yeah the, uh, the car okay. stop. They all get out, and like you see them just fall to the ground. Like what happened? And then you know, uh, your legend character can just say. You can't take it one further away. It's like that would have been nice to know. Like yeah, some, some some sort of interchange like Another that. Another line I could have grown at. That would have yeah. been awesome. Yeah. No, I'm such a shithead. Okay. <laughs> I yeah. yeah um, like, I I think of and again, I I am not a filmmaker. Therefore, mm-hmm. I am just coming up with this stuff off the top of my head based on other things. But I personally think that would have been a better way of doing that. And not having to rely on the showy spectacle of the slow mo scene, which, as you said, I don't think it that scene was that good, like, no. especially mm-hmm. given f- 
funnier or like slightly better versions of it before. I, as I said, I enjoyed the slow motion shooting of the corrupt cops just because I do kind of like that, and it didn't rely too much on effects. It was just kind of the slowing down. The only effects they would have had would have been the uh, the shell casing mm-hmm. tracking that as the camera went mm-hmm. around. Uh, but, but it was a super odd song choice. Um, with the um, like, I don't even know what that song was. Um, but I, I felt once again like Deadpool, like where it was like, "Just call me Angel," you know. <laughs> but this was like a really weird emo song, and it was it was I, loud. I... Yeah, and it was you don't want to fuck with us. It was like a lot, <laughs> but it was so bizarre, and it did not work for me. No, uh, I, yeah. I mean, I get it. it and yes, me being partially deaf, I probably wasn't paying that much attention mm-hmm. to it. I was more focused on the visuals, so mm-hmm. I enjoyed seeing that. And I think that actually might be a big thing about this film that a lot of people have trouble with. Visually, this film is actually quite nice. Like there's there's a lot of dark, uh, a lot of dark okay, things. I'm trying it. to come to your side here. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of uh, like blacks with the the colours that really clash with that. There's, Especially the the flashing blue and red lights that mm. are pretty much everywhere. Like when when they're hiding and you mm. see the flashing blue and red, and that lights up the room, it it really is a nice, pleasing aesthetic to the film. The problem is some of the dialogue or some of the music choices or things like that. Like, mm-hmm. And and as we said, a couple of the slow motion things like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things where I think that this film works better if you're not like not following the the dialogue as much or not following the the audio to, and more uh, into it visually and that I know it's a bit of a weird thing to say <laughs> as like I just don't pay attention to dialogue I'm not necessarily saying that mm-hmm. but and I, I think it, it helps obviously <laughs> You be more like, like a Terrence Malick movie. <laughs> just don't just look at it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think that this film looks good, but doesn't have a huge amount more behind it, mm-hmm. and that's probably where the big disparity comes from. Like a critical glance at this film, actually trying to take into account plot structure, actually like delving into all of this stuff, it doesn't come off that great. No. <laughs> but let's assume you went to the cinema to see it. Mm-hmm. You get to just sit back in your nice chair. You get to just like watch it, just see it in the darkened theater mm-hmm. with all the lights all working. I think that would have come out better. Oh, I would have been so angry if I watched this in a theater. <laughs> okay, yes. If, you, so if, if you'd paid your money to go and see it, fair enough. But if yeah. I'd gotten in a car <laughs> to go see this, I yeah. would have been very angry. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, and it, I think that's going to be something that is kind of difficult to explain to someone else that isn't along the same line. But yeah, it, it really is um, like visually good, not so much everything else. So I, like I said, I am fully aware of why people don't like this film. Obviously, mm-hmm. you are giving out your yeah. stuff like I, I can get behind. Yeah, this bit wasn't great. This bit wasn't great. They definitely could have done that better. But overall, just as an experience of sitting down and watching it, 
because I'm way more drawn to the visuals, because I'm way more like looking into that sort of stuff, I thought I enjoyed watching it now. And as you heard, mm. my critical evaluation is nowhere near my personal... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so I'm trying to say, what? Okay. Yeah. My last question then for you. Obviously, you didn't like it. Uh, no. no. I, oh, yeah. I, I don't, yeah, don't even know if I'll get to all the things I want to say, but that's fine. Uh, um, uh, not, not really a fan of uh, many of the performances. What would you say is the thing you hated most about this film? Hated the ooh, that is tough. That's like trying to pick out the best performance. Well, that's uh, fine. That's it. Tell yeah. you, uh, what uh, if what I tell I... you mine? Go ahead. Then... Yeah, maybe that'll spark something here. All right. So uh, the thing that I hated the most about this film, uh, and as you heard, I don't really hate much about it. I mm-hmm. just have niggles and stuff. But the thing I actually didn't like is that they killed Nick Jacoby and then had Tika bring him back. I mean, obviously, Which no one should be surprised at. No, yeah, that's it. It wasn't a surprise, and like, she was able to use the wand. I don't believe they specifically said she was a bright. She was just kind of trained to use the wand, so I don't know if that's mm. a thing, but whatever. But I felt like that was just in there to show this is the power of the wand, and based solely on everything else that was in it, I didn't need that. I know you've said several times mm-hmm. what someone can do with these wands. They can bring back the most powerful dark magic user of all time with these, and we just need to get this away from someone. And it's like, well, no, we need to have someone killed off that we even, you know, even someone that's following this that you know might be enjoying it, and then they kill off the person. They're like, it'll be back in two minutes. Like, yeah. they're not going to have him dead with half an hour of runtime to go. Like, he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. There's a sequel, like, that, which I think was a weird thing when they announced there was going to be a sequel. Because I think I was. You watched... don't necessarily know who's signed up for the sequel. Yeah, I know. But... Well, I, they, I think they announced something. I don't know if they were trying to do it. Mm-hmm. They announced Maybe there would be not. a sequel with several people, but one person wouldn't be in it. And that's how they announced it. Uh-huh. So. Like, so you could oh, think it would be George. You might George. think yeah. it would be him, but uh-huh. even so, half an hour ago, I, I couldn't. I was like, okay, and yep, talking, talking, talking. He's back. Okay, there we go. It was, it was just unnecessary. It was yeah, the it, most unnecessary thing for me. Ten or fifteen minutes later into the film, and then you can buy that. Yeah, like as, the, the, the that's when those the kind end. of deaths need to happen. Yeah, um, at, at the end in in mm-hmm. the pool. That would have been perfect. Like, mm-hmm. right there, because then you could have... But yeah, there's no emotional weight to it. Yeah, For I... one, I wasn't invested in the character at all, anyway. Yeah. Um, so I didn't give a shit if he was dead or not. <laughs> so, that, yeah. there was that. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like... Uh, okay, let's say, at the end, big fight, you've got Layla kills Nick, mm-hmm. and Del has the one, and he has to choose between... Uh, like killing Layla and bringing Nick back, like he, yeah. Obviously, it's uh, you know you can re- yeah. you can rescue your friend or you can kill me. Yeah, but like, it's a I good think son choice or the yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. So, it, it, and for someone like him, like I think that would have been mm-hmm. different because that would have shown even though he dislikes this orc guy that's been forced upon him, like he is still way more 
He's not going to let that happen. I think I, was, I, I think that would have been better. But yeah, mm-hmm. so like I said, that scene when it was mm-hmm. how it was done, utterly pointless. It was so complete, It was just filling time, in my so, opinion. Okay, so that helped me think of like a kind of two things. If I can, if you will allow me to bend the rules here of this uh, question, <laughs> um, one I've already touched on it was the just complete. Uh, irresponsibility of the world building uh, <laughs> I just felt like it was just so lazy and assumed that we would just go on this ride without sucking us into it right which you need to do and I never felt that and it's like okay there are fairies and that's alright I'm willing to go along with those th- things but back it up with back it up with good storytelling and back it up with a little bit of origin just a little bit. I don't need to... Yeah, you said the credits and all that stuff. Yeah. But I just still felt like it was very sloppy world building. So that <laughs> really just stuck with me and kind of allowed me to not... Not that I would have enjoyed this anyway, <laughs> yeah. but I would have come around to not liking this anyway. Um, <laughs> but it really kind of stacked the deck against this <laughs> for yeah. me. Um, and then the other thing was just the... On a wider scale, the screenwriting... Closer up a lot of like Jacoby's stuff. Like a lot of his lines were so so bad. Like grown worthy bad. Yeah. Um I I wrote one early on, like these people died so bad. <laughs> that was a line in this movie, Paul. <laughs> these people died so bad. Yeah. This isn't a man that just learned okay. English as a second language, got it, Jacoby. But you do, <laughs> yeah. you do speak it fluently, as it appears. Mm-hmm. So maybe reach for some higher shelf adjectives next time. Just, just some advice there. <laughs> um, and then there was another part back to where he, um, it, before his uh, somewhat um, temporary murder. <laughs> yeah, um, we get the orcish dialogue of the kid that's going to earn his colors or, or whatever in right. this gang by killing Jacoby and a big shocker it's the kid that Jacoby let go in the initial pursuit yeah. um, that kind of kicked off this whole thing um, but they have that uh, discussion like in Orkish the the big gang leader guy and the, who's the dad or whatever yeah. it's like okay and he's like I can't do it let me go and Orkish Jacoby that's the guy that I let go <laughs> we just heard that yeah there is no need for that line at all yeah I, I know that might seem like something minor but it's just one of those clues that like show you how lazy the script is yeah well like, on top of that <clears throat> that's there purely for Dell's thing which you know Okay, I think, I but think it's not for us to watch it be explained to him. Yeah, and yeah. exactly. I think that Dow would figure that out. I think mm-hmm. they, it, a better yeah. line would be to for Ward is, is the, or to put it together. Yeah, like, respect mm-hmm. the tone. Like that's the guy you like. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna go there, that's yeah. the better way to do it. Yeah, I think so. So just the yeah. There's so many like, um, and then. What are the other main things? We didn't even get to... Or we're not, we haven't really talked about Poison too much. Poison being the lead gang member in the oh. wheelchair. <laughs> uh, shout out to Poison. Oh, yeah. Um, but he has them cornered in this... Pardon the parlance. Titty bar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
with them behind a booth or something, or t- they're hiding behind a booth or whatever. And he's poison uh, is just talking about like his whole deal and whatever the, his troubles and all this. And he lifts up his shirt to show no one <laughs> his colostomy bag. Yep. He lifts it up. They are obscured from view. They cannot see this. Yep. And just why is he? Why? Why is he lifting that up? They can't see it. I don't know. And then also the line. Uh, help me make love to my old lady again. Barf. <laughs> no, I will not. <laughs> Flat out refusal there. Yep. Uh, just a really weird movie. <laughs> yeah. But the uh, the other thing is. So to answer your question, it was everything. <laughs> I hated everything. <laughs> the other thing is that it's well known, apparently, that only a bright can hold the wand. And yet we were everyone, told that in the opening title card. Yeah, and yet everyone seemed to be under the impression that even if you're not a bright, you can still use it. Like with, oh, the with, police, uh-huh. they, they all seem to. Well, think, the one, oh, we're gonna like use the that. one, like mustachio guy, like he grabbed it with a glove, right? Yeah, but, so, yeah. But they were all saying like, "We're going to use this, do this." Like, how? Like mm-hmm. it very. Like you have to be trained, right? Because that's the first thing. Like we're you know jump in when. We shockingly, and uh, quotes, find out that Will Smith is a bright. Okay, yeah. um, I'm sorry, but watch more movies if you didn't know that Will Smith was going to be a bright. Yes, <laughs> if that sounds pretentious, I apologize. But you should see that one coming. Um, when he grabbed it, I'm like, well, he doesn't know what the hell to do with it. Yeah, he, he's ha- she had to tell him the word to to do something to kill them all. Yeah, or to you know um, his Dracaris. That's from my Game of Thrones people. The Dracaris word. Um, <laughs> But yeah, what the hell are they gonna do with the thing? Yeah, like they, like they're not like they had the manual that goes with it. No, <laughs> like so. How do Google? Gonna... How do I use magic wand? Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least the gangsters might have more luck because they'll, mm-hmm. I don't know, torture people until they find someone that happens to know a little bit about someone that might be able to help them. But yeah, it's very, very weird. And I, I also the one thing I'd like to know is where the ones came from. And there's one question I had that I kind of wish had been in some mm-hmm. way answered. It didn't have to be someone standing there talking to screen. But yeah. Yeah, we maybe... don't need the like the 15 minute prologue in Lord of the Rings because yeah. they're setting up three films. Exactly. So we need all that information. Yeah, like may- um, maybe something. Maybe even like in the graffiti at the beginning, like the first bit of graffiti, first few pieces could have been almost like cave painting esque. Mm-hmm. The one just kind of being there, people mm-hmm. picking him up, like things mm-hmm. happening, and then leading up. I to wouldn't them. have even minded something as tropey as like the newscast that <laughs> you know, like or the radio um, yeah. announce. You know, talk about oh, this you know you're the, from human fairy relation, whatever yeah. uh, orc relations, or at an all time something <laughs> like that. You can sneak some yeah. some I mean, world building in, and but, it's tropey, but well, it's better than what we got. Yeah, well, he was listening to the radio. In the morning, mm-hmm. yeah, that would have been perfect. Like when they're talking, ha- just having in the background for people that care enough, mm-hmm. like having them mention one, like something about where they might have come from, mm-hmm. something like that. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no explanation as to where it came from or why it's as powerful as it is. And like I said, that is the only thing I mm-hmm. wish we'd been given more. Yeah, and I if you're waiting till the next movie to tell us that that. You're really kind of overplaying your hand. I think yeah. to for, 
to expect people to love this movie so much that they're interested in getting the answers yeah. that they had in this one, in the second one. Uh, that doesn't work for me, and that's not <laughs> going to work for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what else to go with, but... Uh, yeah, so many. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, look at this. I was <laughs> like, fall by notes here. They're all uh, you random. Got, you already got half of them ticked off. Uh, <laughs> I know that's fine, and I think we probably have to get wrapped up here. So. I would say so. Yeah, yeah. Um, could I pick out a couple? <laughs> no, I tell you, what, you, I like. Okay, how do you want to do this? Uh, I could give my rating on it, mm-hmm. and then you could like. Pick out your last few that you really want to get out and then give your rating. <laughs> okay. You know, give you time to just quickly scroll through them. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, uh, like I said, I have two very different opinions on this. I have my personal opinion, which I'm not going to I think to it's give. kind of cheating if I'm being honest. No, people, I, I'm yeah. not going to give my personal opinion on this. I am going to give my critical opinion on okay. this one because that, that's what I feel would be best. Uh, so yeah. Personally, I enjoyed watching this. But as we have gone over, as you have been uh, very vocal on, there are <laughs> me many issues with the film. No. So I think my critical assessment of this film, uh, I, I can't fault too much of the acting. Uh, I couldn't find too many continuity errors. I was looking. That, that is one thing that I tend to unconsciously look for when I'm watching anything. And visually it was great. But yeah, the uh, the pacing, the the story like telling that they did, um, not not so great. The the unanswered question, which was important to one scene that I really didn't like. I'm I think I'm gonna have to give this kind of a middle of the road review of uh, I'm gonna say like a minus five point five <clears throat> for this one. So yeah, I I can't I can't give that critically. A better review because there's just so many little things that it just built up to just too many things wrong with it. I, again, personally, I I might even rewatch this. Just kind of turn the brain off, just watch mm-hmm. sort of a visual spectacle. But yeah, um, critically, I probably wouldn't recommend this to someone that isn't the same as me when it comes to the visuals and stuff like that. Okay, got it. <laughs> Fair point. Um, and just real quick for uh, also people not familiar with the rating, yes. super five second explanation. Every film starts at a perfect zero point zero. We take off points yeah. after that negative point. So negative yeah. five point five from Paul because we are very kinda, negative people. Kind of <laughs> essentially. So cap, usually capping at ten unless they can be scale busters, which have happened. Yes. Um, yeah. So there's <laughs> this is such a dumb thing to mention, but I really wanted to mention it. Uh, so there was a part where Layla uh, gets shot by Jacoby at the uh, near the end of the film. Yeah. Um, in a like an open refrigerator, and <coughs> I was disturbed by the amount of snack packs <laughs> that were in this refrigerator. I'm very concerned for this person's diet. Yeah. Uh, it looked like snack packs and fruit cocktails. Yeah. It was all that was in this fridge, and then some sort of Snapple product or vitamin water? You couldn't see the labels, but uh, <laughs> I was very interested in that. Um, obviously, I was looking for anything yeah. <laughs> to keep my interest at that point. <laughs> like, whoa! Like, you buy a snack pack and you feel shitty about it, and you, <laughs> you, you eat the four things or two things in there, and you throw them away, and you cover it up with a paper towel so you don't look at it anymore. This was like 
six or seven. There was a lot of snack packs right. in there. Maybe they worked for that company. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Once again, making <laughs> wild leaps to excuse. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying. Uh, um, so, yeah. So, there was that. Um, and then I did just want to... Uh, just kind of generally go over, uh, I guess I'll go into my wind down. I'll just skip everything else. Yeah, there's some <laughs> other things I want to mention. Uh, Dr- Draco Malfoy off. I want to, you know who I mean? Yeah, I was Draco Malfoy. And, uh, yeah, Draco, I'm sorry. I'm, my pronunciations are off today. And then the John Not So Goodman was his partner. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Okay. Um, did not get to that. I need to throw those gems out there. So, uh, just to wind down to my rating, which, uh, shocker, wonder what that's going to be. Um, <laughs> I already touched on it. I'm over Will Smith as this action star, unless yeah. there is good, like, a, a great captivating story with it. Yep. Um, I was all for him for Independence Day 2. If he had been in that, that would have been a much more watchable movie. Yeah. Uh, would have been fun. Uh, more fun. Uh, not to say that was a ton of fun, but yeah. <laughs> go listen to that one. Um, I want to see him do some interesting stuff. He's not the youngest guy anymore. Um, so it seems like he does this type of thing or obvious Oscar bait, which yeah. the obvious Oscar bait is not working. Um <laughs> You know, Collateral Beauty, I think, was the most recent of those. That seven yeah, pounds business from if, years ago. If we didn't uh, get anything mm-hmm. for Pursuit of Happiness, he's probably not going to get anything. Well, he should have won for Ali. Um, True. Which Denzel won that year, and that was the wrong movie to have Denzel win for, right. uh, for Training Day. Um, I don't want to get too much into that, but let's give the award <laughs> to a black man that is playing a corrupt gangster wannabe cop come on academy um but you could have given it to an african-american with will smith and a great performance in yeah. ali um so yeah the oscars screw something up never <laughs> crazy um, but yeah i just want to see interesting stuff for him i want to see supporting stuff for him yeah um he doesn't always need to be the the draw i want to what? see him in these partnerships that aren't I don't know, buddy cop movies, or, you know, I, I don't know. I just want to see him work with interesting directors. Um, and that's not to say David Ayer is, can't be a good director. End of Watch is a great movie, if anyone's seen that. For a great, it's probably my favorite cop film. Right. Despite Michael Pena, I love Michael Pena, but he's super problematic. <laughs> uh, Google it. If you don't know, I'm not getting into it, yeah. but super problematic. I still like that movie a lot. And um, so, yeah, uh, I just, I don't know. I want to see different stuff from him. So with that kind of being said, uh, the, the larger, one of the larger issues for me is Netflix's kind of scatter uh, fire bulk content plan yeah. where they just release so much. <laughs> you throw a thousand darts at a dartboard, a few are going to hit a bullseye and that's kind of their business plan right now yeah um and so you get a stranger things and you get a black mirror and you know you get a couple of these big original movies that hit yeah um but they're also billions in debt (laughs) (laughs) so um apparently they have a plan to get out of this yeah but that plan for me is just conducive to mediocrity (laughs) and that's like kind of a larger scale issue for me yeah um that being said i'm being too long-winded here Uh, it, it would be minus eight and a half for me okay i hated this movie <laughs> if i haven't been clear on that <laughs> if anyone's been tuned out for a while yeah uh 
I will not be watching this again. This will not be a turn my brain off. This will be a blow my brains out movie. <laughs> so, um, that's it. That's it for me. Okay. I'm sorry I went too long there, Paul, but yeah. Uh, oh, no, nah, that's fine. Go ahead. Yeah. Any closing bits? No, no, I, um, I, I do enjoy these episodes when we have some very differing <laughs> opinions. I, I think it's always fun to hear the other side. Um, so, yeah, I, I like this one. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, so yeah, I I hope that uh, everyone else listening enjoys this, and I hope everyone else listening is looking forward to our one hundredth episode, which mm-hmm. we kind of have an idea for. Yes, we're, mm-hmm. we're gonna get that kind of sorted in the next mm-hmm. few days, probably, and then we'll uh, see what happens from there. So uh, look good. out for that. Mm-hmm. And oh, and Margaret Cho should have been in the movie more. Okay. <laughs> Yes, yes, I, I agree with that hardly. Uh, so, uh, with all of that being said, then, I've been Paul. I've been Brian. See you, folks. Bye. In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Hang on a minute, lads. I've got a great idea. Uh. Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.